Taking out past where the radio just came Past the river bridge with a road swing And a mailbox painted all John Deere green The end of a bunch of gravel drive away Out here doing our own thing Welcome back everyone, so good to be back uh, live on the radio Al Gottfried, A.J. Gottfried our coach in Southern California, watching his heart as uh, we're going to go up to uh, Beverly Hills this morning and talk to uh, our doctor. Yep, indeed. No doubt about it. Dr. Carlos Casada of the uh, Cardiovascular Medical Group, Southern California. But as you mentioned, Beverly Hills. Doctor, how are you doing this morning? Hi, everyone. Good morning. I'm, I'm doing great. How, how are you guys? Doing great. Boy, what were we thinking of you right away last Monday night on that national football uh, broadcast? Uh, uh, that was such a sh- sudden shock to all of us. I think that it was quite impressive. I was not watching the game, but I think that within the next 20 minutes, there were videos all over the Internet. So it's a, it was quite impressive situation. Yeah, you know, bringing everyone up to speed, of course, everyone uh, pretty much on the planet knows what we're talking about because the NFL is that big. But, you know, DeMar Hamlin going down after a hit uh, kind of in the center of his chest seconds, you know, after the hit, he just kind of falls, passes out and had to be resuscitated. I think is actually the first time that's ever had, you know, that it's ever been done or had to be handled on the NFL field. Um and it, it, you know, it kind of threw everyone for a, just a total loop because, you know, no one thinks about heart attacks or cardiac arrest, you know, those types of, you know, sudden or freak injuries, you know, in, in, a, in sports, leave alone, you know, here in football. I mean, we always talk about, you know, broken bones, this and that, but nothing like this. Um, was this kind of just like a freak accident? I mean... What are your thoughts? Well, I think that uh, this is a very unlikely situation. As you mentioned, this is not uh, very common. We don't commonly see athlete, athletes uh, have this kind of response to, uh, to, to, to trauma. But uh, let me tell you more about it. So, uh, I mean, it's hard to say all of this is based on speculation because this is with the information that we have from the media, from the video. But... I, w- I can tell you that most cardiologists, when they saw what happened, most of us thought that this could be something called commotiocordis. Have you guys heard about, about, no, about this? No, no. Go ahead. Okay, okay. so commotiocordis, that's a Latin pronunciation. I think that uh, some people pronounce it like commotiocordis. And essentially what it means is that someone, when someone gets a hit or a blow to the chest, Okay, it has to be given, or it has, you you need to receive this blow to the chest in a specific period of time. You know, you have we have heartbeats, and the heartbeat lasts for about one second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so during that one second or one thousand milliseconds, there's a window of ten to twenty milliseconds that when you get hit to the chest and the heart is involved, you can develop a deadly arrhythmia. So this is, as I was telling you, a very unfortunate situation because it could happen to anyone. As long as you hit that person in that period of time, 10 to 20 milliseconds, uh, you could develop that, that arrhythmia. So it's very, it's a very rare situation, but uh, definitely real. You know, um, wow. 
And let me ask you a question, too, because a lot of people are also, you know, look, no one's an expert except you and other <laughs> cardiovascular doctors. Uh, I'm just the average Joe watching this like so many others. Um, but everyone has an opinion. And I'm just curious because, you know, would it be also maybe because he had maybe some underlying conditions that we maybe didn't no one knows about and he maybe didn't even know about? Uh, I think it's possible. But I mean, knowing what we know and after watching the video, I would say that's unlikely. Really? Okay. The most, I mean, we have all, uh, I, I remember that a few years ago, something similar happened to someone who was playing uh, soccer. Mm-hmm. Okay. The situation was different. This guy was running and suddenly he drops that. Okay. That situation is called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. That's a situation in which, yes, there's something, uh, abnormal with your heart your yeah. heart is bigger than usual that's a genetic abnormality and many people don't know about it mm. uh, however when you exercise and of course push your heart to the limit yes you can develop an arrhythmia i believe that this is a different situation i don't believe that what happened to damar was like something like hypertrophic cardiomyopathy i think that this was it looks more like commotio cordis or commotio cordis and as I mentioned before, it could happen to anyone. Wow. Uh, uh, it usually happens to young, uh, to young people. Uh, I was looking uh, at the statistics. It usually happened to people uh, in the range like a 15 to 20 years of age. Hmm. And it usually, as you know, happening during sports. The most common situation is, for example, in baseball, uh, when the ball hit the, the pitcher in the chest. Yeah. That's like the most common situation. Martial arts competition, when someone receives a, a blow to the to the chest, usually it's a, it's a, something that happens to younger people who are people who are playing sports. And I think I believe this is what happened to Damar. We'll get more information later on, but um, that's uh, based on a speculation. That's what I I feel happened to Damar. So the, the answer is no. I I don't think that this is something that uh, that's related to Damar being sick. But it was just the situation. Oh, really sad. Yeah, I mean it's 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 sad, but it's also thank goodness he's doing better because one, you know, you get that outcome. But two, now that people can, you know, maybe uh, especially our experts, doctors, trainers out there can figure out what went wrong exactly. Uh, maybe run more tests, figure it out, and so they could kind of learn from this. Um, and 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 be a little bit more proactive when it comes to perhaps other uh, you know athletes on the field. So, you know, yeah, I, I agree, and I think that uh, a very important thing of the, of this case is that uh, Damar was able to get CPR immediately. Okay, and I think that's uh, that's uh, very important. That, that's something that we should be aware. The fact that he was able to receive a CPR or cardiopulmonary resuscitation. And also, uh, he was shocked. Uh, he he right. he he was cardioverted. So the fact that that happened immediately, I think that's very important, and that's why uh, he was able to walk out of the hospital after after a week. Uh, and it seems that he's doing well now. So I think that's uh, that's the 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 learning or the teaching point of this case is that uh, that people. Uh, should be trained to to do CPR, and especially in situations like this in uh, in the sport uh, in the sport um, in the sport events. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you another question, Doc. Because 
you know, everyone's talking about how we talked about this earlier last week of the trainer who gave him CPR, as you mentioned, almost right away. That you think that was the moment that he basically saved his life? Because if that didn't happen, maybe like a minute later or two minutes later, it could have been a different scenario. Definitely. So what happened in this situation, uh, patient, uh, the patients developed something called ventricular fibrillation. Okay, That's a deadly arrhythmia. And essentially, it means that the heart is not pumping blood. And there's no blood going to the brain. <laughs> there's no blood going to the kidneys. Mm. There's no blood going anywhere else. So unless someone starts like, pushing on your chest and that will you know that will help the blood the blood to to go to other organs that will help your heart to pump some blood unless someone does that you will not receive blood especially to your brain so the fact that someone Mm. did that immediately yeah that's very important to preserve the brain activity and the only way to terminate this arrhythmia is by shocking someone so also the fact that there was uh uh, a defibrillator available and it was used immediately that's also very important uh for the outcome of the patient and i think that uh we are very happy that Damaris is, is doing well yeah uh, it seems that he's back at home yep also the good news is that uh, only a few blocks away they rushed him in the ambulance to the university of cincinnati uh hospital yeah. which was only a couple of blocks away so that certainly helped as well yeah, yeah, I think uh, th- he was very fortunate. I mean, the fact that he got CPR, he got defibrillated, and then immediately taken to the hospital, I mean, that's uh, that's very, very good for him. Hey, uh, Doctor, uh, let me ask you one more question. I'm curious because, uh, you know, look, I mean, we're not, I'm not, we're not there, but like, and I know you haven't obviously, uh, you know, checked him out per se, um, but that being said, you you know your the diagnosis that you think you know took place and all that. Do you think he can totally recover a hundred percent and go back to playing football? I think it's possible. I I think so. I imagine that he will have to undergo cardiac rehab, and he's very young, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that that plays a factor for him to to recover. I I mean I imagine that when uh, when some, something like this happens to anyone yeah you will develop some degree of PTSD or post traumatic disorder of course so definitely i think that he will have to uh he may experience that but physically i think that uh he he will be able to recover and, and go back to play if, if that's what he wants I want to let everybody know along the network that we're talking with our talking with our good doctor uh, Casada out in Beverly Hills, and I want to uh, let everybody know that without him pushing me, uh, I might not be here today. But uh, he mm-hmm. detected that I needed to get into uh, have an angiogram, either get a stent put in, or in my case, it was uh, open heart surgery six months ago to this day. And thank God I'm doing great, and uh, want to thank the doc publicly again on the airwaves uh, for pushing me to uh, yeah. continue you uh, getting checked out and uh, taking care of business and i've never felt better thanks again doc we love you appreciate it all no alan i'm very happy that you're doing doing great so uh it's always uh, nice to talk to all of you guys thanks again doc we'll be in touch take care hey by the way reminding everyone because you know uh dr casada is also my doctor yeah. my heart doctor in fact uh, when we fly out to la every other month or so um I, I get to see him when I need to, but want to remind everyone of how credentialed Dr. Chris Casada is. 
Okay, not only is he a staff cardiologist at Cedar Sinai Medical Center, um, Beverly Hills. He, yeah, Beverly Hills. We're talking a Harvard uh, of pub, a Harvard School of Public Health is where he got his Master of Public Health uh, fellowship at Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center, and of course, tons of years fellowships at M- the Mayo Clinic. So he's one of the best in the nation, and uh, we appreciate. Knowing him and having him work on us. <laughs> no doubt about it. More to come, though, right? Living the Good Life Show live from Dallas. Get your heart checked, everybody. Do it.